The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. We've come in our journey through the book of Judges to Judges chapter 15 and to one of the only real bright spots in the life of the strong man of the Bible, Samson. And frankly, every time I come to a portion of Scripture like this where it seems like there is such a definite divine blessing in the life of someone that is living so fleshly, it's a reminder to me of how merciful and gracious our God is. As a matter of fact, Sometimes I look at somebody in Scripture like Samson, and don't we have the, the tendency to look at their life through a microscope? We're picking it apart, every detail. But in fact, the Word of God is not a microscope on them. It's a mirror on us. We should see ourselves in these Bible characters. And sometimes when I come to someone like Samson, I almost say to the Lord in exasperation, how could you bless Samson in such a great way? And it's as if the Holy Spirit answers back and says, How do you think I bless you? The truth of the matter is, we're all sinners. None of us deserve the goodness and mercy of our God. And yet, aren't you glad we serve a good and merciful God? Let's read just a little bit in Judges chapter 15, beginning in verse 14. The Bible says, And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands loosed from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand, and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. And Samson said, With a jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. It came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramoth-Lehi. Now, this in itself is a fascinating story, and I, I'm going to come back to it because I want to talk to you about the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of Samson. And there's so many things I want to discuss about this story, uh, one of them being the fact that the Spirit of God is the one who really brings the victory, and all Samson can talk about is himself. Uh, what, a, what a sad indictment that when the Holy Spirit blesses and when God is merciful, then we take the credit for it. It should never be that way. All glory to God alone. And so what does the Lord do? The Lord allows this strong man, after a mighty victory, to hit a wall. Maybe you're living there right now. Maybe you feel like, I'm at the bottom. It was Vance Havner that said, when you get to the bottom, you find out that the foundation is still there. He also said that when Jesus is all you have, you find out He's all you need. And so sometimes the Lord lets you come to the end of yourself because the end of you is the beginning of Him. Let's read the rest of the story in Judges 15 verse 18. And he was sore thirst, and called on the Lord and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant, and now shall I die for thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised? But God clave in hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water thereout, and when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Wherefore he called the name thereof in Hakori, 
which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines twenty years. Now what is God doing? God is saying to Samson, there may be some things that you think you can accomplish, but the reality is without me, you're nothing. Sounds a lot like what the Lord Jesus taught his disciples. Without me, ye can do nothing. Not a little bit, absolutely nothing. And so the very first thing that God does is God brings you to that knowledge. Sometimes our greatest need is just to see our need. So when you look at Samson in Judges 15, you see a picture of a man who is appointed by God, he's anointed of God, and yet on the other hand, he's depleted and he's desperate. Why is that? Because no matter how much blessing God puts on your life, you must never get to the place where you think you're standing in your own sufficiency. And so there are a number of lessons that God is going to teach Samson. Here's the first one. The first one is this, that every man needs something. In Samson's instance, what he needed was water. Remember, he had wrought a great victory, and yet he did not have something to drink. Isn't it funny that the most basic things, without them we die? It's just like a reminder to us that the God who made the water and the God who supplies everything we need, our very breath, without Him we die. And so God brings you to the realization that you need something. May I ask you, what is your need today? Maybe it's physical. Maybe it is uh, mental. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's spiritual. Uh, maybe it's financial. Maybe it's marital. I don't know what your need is. But I know this, whatever your need is at this moment, God is trying to use that need to draw you to Himself. It's really sad to me to watch people who, who hit bottom or who hit a wall, who have such desperate needs, and what they do is they run away from God. Uh, they allow that need to push them further into their own despair, further towards someone else's resources instead of the Lord's. Don't let that happen in your life today. If you study the context of this story, it's near wheat harvest. And in that place in the land, it was a hot, humid time of year. Remember, Samson's been laboring in battle. He's been fighting a thousand Philistines. No doubt he's dehydrated. And so God's in the details. I heard someone years ago say the devil's in the details. I don't believe that. I believe the Lord is in the details. That our God in His providence and His sovereignty knows exactly what He's doing and so God is bringing Samson at this particular juncture to a great need in his life. My dear friend, no matter how strong you are, no matter how seemingly strong, self-sufficient you may be, God's going to allow you to deal with something. He's going to allow some need into your life. Because without need, we would go on living and laboring with very little thought of Him. Friend, what you really need today is not something. What you need today is someone. Think about all that Samson has been through in this portion of Scripture. He's dealt with disappointment. The men of Judah have delivered him up to the Philistines. The very people that should have understood him have betrayed him and turned their back on him. Maybe that's what you're dealing with today. Maybe you're dealing with disappointment in other people. Let that bring you to the Lord who never fails. The Lord who never disappoints. He's just won a great victory. Maybe you've come through a great victory and now you find yourself just utterly depleted. You've been in the battle and you're weak and you're weary. Sometimes the greatest battles come in private. Sometimes the greatest battles are fought after the victory. That's when the enemy comes lurking in the shadows. Oh, let your weakness and your weariness drive you to the Lord who never faints and never is weary. Remember, He's the one who never slumbers or sleeps. You may need to sleep today, 
But God doesn't need to sleep because He's perennially fresh. He's the Almighty God. He has no need. You need Him. Remember that Samson was enabled by the Spirit. It's a reminder to all of us that no matter how Spirit-filled you may be, no matter how Spirit-used you may be, your flesh is still weak. Uh, your spirit may be strong, but your flesh is still weak. Don't ever forget that. What's the Lord reminding us of? He's reminding us that no matter who we are, or where we are, or what we've done, every one of us needs something. And what we really need is we need the Lord. We need the divine sufficiency. We need a, a cool drink of water from the Lord's fountain, from the well. Now we're coming back to that thought next time in Judges 15, so I hope you'll meditate on these things. But I want to simply say to you today, bring your need to God. Bring your need into the presence of the all-sufficient Creator God of the universe and you will find in Him today, my brother, my sister, all that you need. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.